Welcome into Lying True Sports, where we tell the truth about sports, and that's no lie. This is the special bowl edition, and I brought on a good friend of mine, Robert Francis. Robert is a co-host on Lying Truth Podcast, and we've had a great time doing that podcast, and I wanted to bring him on because he is a big college football fan, and he loves it just as probably as much or more than I do. And we've got to, we got to help him heal a little bit. Hopefully he oh. can heal up a little bit before, before we get into the meat of it. Because I'm actually pulling for his team and I, and I need him to be on board and I need him to have faith and I need him to believe. So welcome to the show, Robert. Man, David, it's good to be back and recording. And, you know, I've been listening to the line of truth sports and loving the content, loving the way you're tackling not just college football, but the NFL and baseball when it was going on and now getting into basketball season as well. That's, uh, I love college football and I may say I love it more than you, but I will say I'm not as big as an overall sports fan as you, because I'm probably not going to pay attention to a whole lot of basketball until we get into uh, the, the championship season where the, the conference championships are going on and the March Madness and all that. And I'll fill out a bracket that will be pointless because I have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I'll, I'll do it with everybody else. Yeah. So. Well, half the country fills out a bracket and has no idea what they're talking about. So <laughs> right. maybe maybe even more than half the country fills out a bracket and doesn't know what they're talking about. My wife, she will not watch a game at all. I mean, not one single game, know anything about anybody. And she'll fill out a bracket. And the next thing you know, she's beating me. And I'm going, how is this happening? She she just does this. But it, it, it happens. And then my son, he, he pays attention here and there. But then he'll do the same thing. He'll throw out a bracket and he'll pick some off the wall team and the next thing you know they're in the grade eight and i'm like what in the world how did hey, you, what, what happened how did you yeah. know that he said i didn't know i just picked it it's the electric electric uniform you know <laughs> we, we filled one out at coke when i was at coke years ago and it's the first time i had ever filled out a bracket you know not knowing what i was doing and i had all number one seeds in the final four i didn't know that had never happened oh. uh, and then it happened that year and i actually got i think it's the southeast region there's there there's four different regions right Yes, they break it up. I actually got one region. I got every single game in that region right. That's and I spectacular. Ended up, with, ended up with all four, te- all four number one teams, number one seeds in the top. But I had no clue, no clue <laughs> what I was doing. So you know, to do that was complete, absolute luck, and I, I won't call it anything other than that. Well, it's always good to have luck on your side when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it does help. It does. It does. Help. Well, listen, the bowl games are starting this Friday. So December 17th is going to be the first bowl game. Guys, we have 44, I believe. We've got 44 bowl games if you include the the national championship game. We're going to run through some of these pretty quick. Some of these we might spend a little bit more time on. But we wanted to give you guys a heads up on who's playing, what the bowl game is, when they're playing, uh, what station they're playing on, in case you want to watch it. And... Maybe a little background on some of these teams. Some of these, it's going to be like the NCAA basketball tournament in March. I have no idea. Because I didn't see them play all year, and I really didn't care. But they're here. Another thing you have to think about with bowl games, specifically when you get into the the, the Power 5 teams who have players who are going to go on to the next level, it's kind of difficult to know if, number one, there's lots of players who aren't going to play in the bowl games. They're backing out. They want to take care of their bodies. They may be a little banged up. And they don't want to risk an injury going into uh, going into the NFL combines or pro days that they're going to have. And and I've kind of got a little bit of a 
mixed emotions about that because I really want you to care for your school and I really want you to play. But then again, I also understand this is your career. And if you have a shot at being a number one and number two or number three, you know, round pick, I can't really blame you. I really can't right. because you want to take care of your body because honestly, your body is what is going to get you to the next level. So I really can't really blame you. What do you, what do you feel about that, Robert? I'm torn on that as well. And that's one of those where I can go off on a tangent about the playoffs. I think we've seen a lot more since the playoff system has come in. I think we've seen a lot more people bolt early and lay out of their, their bowl game where, you know, at one point in time, there was, you know, going to a bowl game. You know, if you were at one of those schools where, you know, you're not going to be a national champion or whatever, you know, having a, a bowl game at the end and going for one of those better bowl games, right? Your New Year's Eve bowl games or your New Year's Day bowl games, those were, you know, those had a had a, uh, a lot of prestige with them. But now with so many bowl games, I mean, there's 44 games. That's 88 teams. Yeah. That get to go to bowl games out of out of yeah, out of 120. So, you know, 60, 65, 70 percent of your of your teams are going to get going to get a bowl game. So, you know, I think in that it doesn't hold as much weight as it used to. Yeah. And then again, with some of the guys leaving and, you know, and I feel bad for them. Like you said, if, if this is, you know, for a fact, somebody's got to you, an agent or whatever's got to you and said, Hey, look, your first, second round coming out right now, you really have to determine, you know, what you're going to do. And like you said, this is, it's their body. This is what they're, you know, they're going to, they could possibly go out and, you know, hit the lottery, so to speak. Yeah. Get a multi million dollar contract right off the bat, get some guaranteed money. You know, then I, then I see that side of it, but this is also guys that you have literally blood, sweat, and tears with for the last two to three to four years, literally fighting in the trenches and really just having that camaraderie. And then when it comes down to that last game, it's like, hey guys, I gotta, I gotta tap out on this. So I would lean more towards, I want the guys to stay in play. I want them to finish out that career. And it's not just for them. If you're, you know, if you're a senior and you're leaving, right? Then you have that opportunity to go, but then you're a freshman or a sophomore that's there and you really want to have this chance to win this bowl game and your senior leadership leads. Then I think you just kind of leave those guys, those underclassmen hanging behind you. And that's why I would I would prefer that they they stay in play. But like you said, I I get it when they when they want to walk out. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, I, the amateur side of me wants to say, hey, tough it out, play it out. In high school, I would be telling my kid, hey, play it out, tough it out. Right. When my son plays high school football. I would I would be telling him that. I get it, but then I also get it. You know, if I'm going to play in some bowl on December seventeenth, and I've and I'm you know projected to be a number one pick, and I go out there and blow out my knee. Yeah, that's kind of hard. You know, it's kind of hard for me to say that. So speaking of December 17th bowl games, we've got two coming up this Friday. The first one is the Bahamas Bowl. If I really didn't want to play in a lower level bowl, it'd probably be the Bahamas Bowl. I would, I would probably want to go there. And a team right down the road from me, Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders, they're six and six this year playing Toledo Rockets. They're seven and five. Toledo is favored by 10 points. And that game was going to be on noon on Friday. Uh, and all these times that we're going to tell you guys are Eastern times. That game will be on ESPN. Next game on Friday, the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Say that three times fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. I will get tongue tied and say something completely off the wall and they may not want to post my podcast anymore. <laughs> That's going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN two. 
It's going to feature Northern Illinois at nine and four versus Coastal Carolina at ten and two. Coastal Carolina is the favorite at ten and a half points. And now these points, guys, I'm just telling you, are what I found today. Uh, so that point, these points could change. You never know. Yep, that's a uh, that is a battle of the mascots. Oh yeah, the, the Northern Illinois Salukis against the Coastal Carolina. Is it Chanticleers? Am I saying I think, that? Right? I think that's what they're called. Yeah, uh, it's it's a funny name. So yeah, we don't get a bulldog or or a tiger or something simple in that one. We, no. we get some some great names. Speaking of great mascots, or let's talk about names or mascots. The next game. We're going to talk about his roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. This kicks off Saturday, December 18th at 11 a.m. Eastern, and it features WKU Hilltoppers at 8 and 5 playing Appalachian State at 10 and 3. And Appalachian State is your favorite at three points. I tell you what, WKU, uh, they're kind of fun to watch. They've got this offense that just is lighting it up. I don't know about their defense because they've lost five games, but their offense is lighting it up. I mean, they're throwing the ball all over the field. It's fast. It's fun-paced. Man, it, it, this may be a good game to watch. Appalachian State could just come in there and shut them down, but I don't think so. I don't think anybody's really shut them down. I think everybody's had to outscore them. But uh, Hilltoppers look like a team that uh, they could win this ball game. I, I like Western Kentucky. I just I like that name. I said it's the Hilltoppers. I like that name. Uh, I saw – where was I? I was in Denver uh, going through the airport coming home a few months back. And there was a guy there in a Western Kentucky Hilltopper hoodie and almost went up and said something to him, but it would have been pretty awkward for him. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of live in that awkwardness. It doesn't bother me. But yeah. No worries. Hilltoppers. I like the Hilltoppers. I will also mention that WKU was the WKU is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Bowling Green, Kentucky was hit by the tornadoes this past weekend. I saw some footage of a tornado coming through WKU's mm. campus. They uh, they were actually hold, going to hold uh, commencement services last Saturday. They canceled they canceled those. I know there's extensive damage around the university in a lot of areas. So uh, you guys keep them in your thoughts and prayers as well because um, that area was hit pretty hard yes. in Kentucky. Next game is the Cricket Celebration Bowl, December eighteenth. This is a noon kickoff on ABC. Features South Carolina State at six and five versus Jackson State eleven and one. For those of you who are not familiar, Jackson State is coached by none other than Primetime Deion Sanders. That is right. Primetime. Got a noon kickoff on Saturday. Let's see what his team can do. Heck, they're 11-1. and one. They look, <laughs> I, I've not watched them, but I've heard really good things about uh, about his his team and about his coaching staff and what he's doing there at Jackson State. His one loss was to Eddie George's team. Yeah. Man, two of these guys just – Going at it as coaches now. I used to love watching them on the field. Now I can see them go at it as coaches. Yeah, man. Next game on Saturday. Saturday's loaded, okay? Next game is, I don't even know what this is. P-U-B-G Mobile New Mexico. PUBG, man. PUBG. What is PUBG? It's a video game. It's a video uh, game. It's a a first player shooter game, stuff of that nature. Oh, okay. I guarantee guarantee you Jaden knows about it. Okay. Well, well, I'm speaking my age here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's the Saturday game, 2.15 p.m. Eastern. It's playing on ESPN. It is UTEP playing Fresno State. UTEP coming in at 7-5, Fresno State at 9-3. Fresno State is a huge favorite, 11.5 points. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, December 18th at 3.30 p.m. on ABC. UAB coming in at 8-4 versus BYU 
at 10 and 2. BYU is six and a half point favorite. And I really feel bad for BYU. I really do. I think they deserved a much better bowl game. I'm just going to say it. Sorry, Independence Bowl. I said it, but I, I mean, really, they're 10 and 2. They, they played so many teams and they had a great season. Why in the world did they not get a better bowl game? I agree, and I think that six and a half point line is that that's not even close to what that final score is going to be. I think I think a good game for them would have been the uh, to have a an independent bowl or an independent yeah. league championship and have BYU square off against Notre Dame. That would have been awesome, and that would you know that would have been such a ratings hit. Yeah, let's I watch really the Mormons didn't... and the Catholics play each other and see what happens. Yeah, that would have been. Both of them, well, BYU ten and two, Notre Dame what eleven and one, eleven and one, yeah, it would have been a fantastic game. This six and a half points on that line, I, I, I think BYU uh, waxes these guys and just takes them up and down the field. No, no disrespect to UAB, they're just I don't think they're in the same class as BYU. I agree, I don't think they are either. Next game is Lending Tree Bowl, that is on Saturday at five forty-five p.m. Eastern, and that is ESPN in Eastern Michigan at seven and five, playing Liberty at seven and five. Liberty is a huge favorite, nine and a half points. Mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze's team's got it going on, but I don't yes. know if there's are they seven and a half points. I've not watched, I've not watched Eastern Michigan. Seen some highlights of Liberty this year, but man, that's a huge line I think for that game. Well, let's see. Liberty is averaging thirty one point eight points per game. Eastern Michigan thirty one points a game. They're right there beside each other. Uh, Liberty's got a little bit better defense, uh, allowing six points. Six less points per game than Eastern Michigan is. Liberty's going to be, they got a better, well, they got a decent passing game. They're a little more balanced than what Eastern Michigan is. Eastern Michigan is heavy on the pass, uh, allowing 430 yards total, uh, where Liberty is only allowing 315 yards total. So that's basically, if you've got decent field position, that's two drives, uh, two drives less for your team to come in and score. Liberty's last three, they lost. So they lost. Mm-hmm. 27-14 to Ole Miss. They lost to uh, University of Louisiana, 42-14, to who is playing in a big ball game we'll get to later, and they lost to Army in their last three. So in their last five games, they're two and three. So they're seven and five overall. They came into that seven and two in their last three games and then oh. kind of petered out there at the end. So uh, And then when you look at Eastern Michigan, they lost to the University of Ohio, not Ohio State, but the mm-hmm. University of Ohio, uh, and then Central Michigan in two out of their last five games. So, I mean, they're, they're pretty balanced. I'm, I, if I'm picking, I'm picking Liberty. Uh, I think they're, I think their offense is a little more, uh, a little more balanced and also a little more, um, explosive when it comes to scoring. If I was to look at their time of possession, it would probably be a lot lower than Eastern Michigan's, I would imagine, but that would be my pick for that game would be Liberty. Yeah, I don't disagree with the pick. I'm just not so sure about the point spread if uh, if you're the gambling right. type of person. Next game is the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Why are we in Jimmy Kimmel L.A.? <laughs> what in the world? The, the I Jimmy saw that. Kimmel L.A. Bowl? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I, okay, whatever. It's it's on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. ABC. Utah State at 10-3 versus Oregon State at 7-5. Oregon State's favored seven and a half points. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, again... Not really sure. Now, I'm not a West Coast guy, Robert. I know that you are out in the West Coast, but you come from SEC country. Yes. So, really don't know if you know much about these two teams out there. But 10 and 3 and 7 and 5, you know, I'm going back to my 
my uh, March Madness days, and I'm looking at, oh, look at the record. I don't know. Why are the favorites so high? <laughs> What's going on here? So right? I really don't know. <laughs> right. And I'm really surprised Surprised Oregon State is favored. Uh, Utah State beat San Diego State when San Diego State was ranked uh, 19 and beat them pretty handily, 43 to 13. Yeah. So they beat they beat them beat them pretty well, uh, and San Diego State was no chump this year. I mean they they were a pretty good team, very good team. So I don't I don't know about that one either. Um, and I, I mean if I'm looking at their stats, their stats are almost dead even, except when you get to the offense. Uh, Utah State is they average 305 yards per game passing, 145 or 146 rushing, where Oregon State is almost. 50-50, 213 yards passing, 217 yards rushing. So that's now, if you look at the rushing yards, Utah State is allowing 162 yards per game. So that's, it's almost right up Oregon State's alley. So maybe that's why they're favored, but I don't, that, that touchdown line, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But, and, and seven and five and it's 10 and three. If I'm Utah State, I'm, I'm a little ticked off at that. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would be. And, and they won their conference. They won their conference. What else we got to do? Well, I'll tell you what. Go out and beat this team and see what – and then you say, what what, what else we got? I don't know. I kind of like taking the underdog role, though. Yeah. And then next year you can be be the Cincinnati of next year. Yeah, and then maybe, maybe you can get out of the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just – I'm just – I'm not a fan of Jimmy Kimmel, and I just – I don't know. Why in the world does he have a bowl game here? I, I don't get it. Next one is R&L Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. This game is on Saturday. This is going to be the final game on Saturday at 9.15 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be on ESPN. The Marshall Thundering Herd at 7-5 versus Louisiana at 12-1. Now, Louisiana, I think this lost their coach. This is the Raging Cajuns. They're 12-1. I think their coach now is – I think they had Billy Napier as their coach, and I think he's now gone to Florida. Uh, he has. He has. He, he stayed to coach for the championship. For the championship game, they won that. This is one of those. This is one of the things about bowl season, right? The, the coaching carousel takes off, and you never know where people are going to land. And then they, you know, what's going to be, you know, the guy that comes in and and he's the interim until they bring in a new head coach for the bowl game. And how do the players feel? Um, you know, a lot of that's going to be in that locker room and how those locker rooms are. Uh, if you got a bunch of seniors, if you got a bunch of upperclassmen, they're gonna they're gonna walk into that game with their heads. Held high. Uh, it's almost a pick 'em. 62, uh, I'm sorry, about 58% to 42% as far as who's picking who. But this is, uh, yeah, it, the, the line on is uh, five points and Louisiana's got the line. So, right, right. Over under 55 on it. So there's going to be some points scored. Uh, again, Marshall's got a better offense, but, uh, Louisiana's got the better defense and Marshall's favored in this one, correct? No, Louisiana. No, Louisiana's favored. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I'm sticking with Louisiana. I think they're going to hang their hats on that twelve and one, Let and, uh, and want to come in with that big t- big season and uh, take some momentum in the next year, especially if you're seniors on that team. Absolutely, you got a lot to be proud of if you're on that team. You really do. <laughs> you really do. You were ranked. You were ranked most of the year, and yeah. uh, it, you know, heck of a year for that team. Heck of a year. And uh, they're not playing that far from home. <laughs> I mean, no, they're going to New Orleans. Not playing so. that far from home. <laughs> That's going to be a home game. Who was their one loss? Let's see. Texas. They lost their first game of the year oh, to yeah. Texas. And I don't think and it was then, by much. 
Uh, 20 points, 38. 20, okay, 20 points. Okay. But, you know, Texas is one of those teams lately where you got to catch them at the end of the year. They start real good. People get happy, and then they they, they fall apart again. Yes, um, they do. And they, and they don't make it. But, yeah, they, they lost to Texas 38-18 to 18 and then rattled off 12 straight wins. But I'm trying to find their best win. Their best win may be against Liberty. They beat Liberty 42-14. to 14. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's, so, that's a pretty sizable win. That is uh, beat beat Appalachian State, which is a, a pretty solid. Oh yeah, pretty that solid. solid Twenty four sixteen. They're in a bowl game as well. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Louisiana in that game. All right, next game, Myrtle Beach Bowl. Not a bad bowl. This is going to be on uh, December twentieth. This is the only game on Monday, December twentieth. It's going to be a two thirty p.m. Eastern kickoff. ESPN's covering that game. Tulsa is six and six versus Old Dominion at six and six. Tulsa is the favorite, eight and a half points. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl is on December 21st. That's a Tuesday. It's one of two games on Tuesday. This one gets it kicked off at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Kent State, 7-6 versus Wyoming at 6-6. Six six. Wyoming is the favorite by three points. The next game, Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Now, this is going to be the, the, the final game on Tuesday, December 21st. 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, UTSA is going against San Diego State. I think this could be one of those bowl games that you want to pay attention to because I yes. think it will be a very good game. I think it will, too. It's I mean, you look at the spread. The spread's not even a field goal. It's, what, two and a half points? Uh, um, at the time I picked this, it's three points. It'll probably go down. Yeah, it's. I'm looking at ESPN right now. If they're lying on the pick center, and it's two and a half, so it's ah, dropped a half. It's dropped yeah, a half point. It's dropped and a half. So that's that's telling you we don't even have confidence in beating them by a field goal. Right. Two teams that are very evenly matched. This is a game that I think deserves. And and again, nothing against the the Frisco Bowl, uh, but this is a, a game that I think deserves a better bowl. You got twelve and one against eleven and two. Uh, you got two teams that San Diego State ended up playing in their championship. UTSA uh, lost at the end of the year. They've been an exciting team to watch all year. They've had some really close losses this or some really close wins this year where they pulled it out right at the very end. Uh, the only team that they lost to was uh, University of North Texas. They beat our beloved Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Mm-hmm. 49 to 41. And we were talking about the college pick them earlier. I, I lost that pick, David. Uh, um, <laughs> I had Western Kentucky pick and it was, I, I a think I did too. Burner. Yeah. I mean, when well, they beat them twice this year, they, they did beat them 52 to 46 and then 49 to 41. So, uh, and, and I like Western Kentucky. If I was going to pull for a team outside of the SEC, that's the kind of team that I like to pull for. Uh, and being, you know, living in that area, we had, uh, I had a lot of students that went to, Western Kentucky. You yes. know, and it, it's a close school for where we live. This right yeah. really close. I like Western Kentucky. That's not that's not this game. UTSA, San Diego State. I'll be honest, I don't I don't know who to pick in this one. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm glad that I'm glad that ESPN put it as a primetime game because I think it deserves that. And uh, it'll be exciting to watch. Next Tuesday night, December twenty first. Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, December 22nd on Wednesday. This is the only game on Wednesday, and it's on eight PM Eastern kickoff time. On ESPN, Missouri at six and six versus Army at eight and three. Army is the favorite by yes. three and a half points. Another pick them. I'm going with Army. I'm not going to be an SEC homer and pick SEC teams in every game. I'm going with Army. Of course, I'm, a, I'm an Army Brad as well. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going with Army. Missouri has been, and this is going to sound bad. If it wasn't for Vandy, 
Missouri wouldn't be bowl bound. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But Missouri did beat Florida this year, so that's good news. <laughs> Anytime yeah, that, anybody beats Florida, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Go away, Gators. So, yeah. Next one is the Frisco Football Classic. It's going to be on Thursday. It's one of two games on Thursday, December 23rd. Uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff time on ESPN. North Texas at 6-6 six and six versus Miami, Ohio at 6-6. Six and six. Miami, Ohio is a three-point favorite. I was just in North Texas country last week. They have a pretty, uh, pretty big school there in Texas. Actually, I think it's one of the largest schools in Texas. So, yeah, they've traditionally been a decent football team. Throughout the years. Really don't know much about these two teams other than I, I did watch North Texas play a couple of games. Just, you know, they were on TV and I watched them. <laughs> so, I, but I really can't tell you anything further than that. I'm going to ride with North Texas on this one. Just looking at their last five games, North Texas in their last five games is five and oh, Miami of Ohio was three and two. Mm. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the hot hand in North Texas. I think they're riding a good winning streak uh, coming in, and, and they got some decent wins in there. Uh, you know, for their for their level of competition, they got some decent wins in there. So North I'm going to go with hot. North Texas. Yep, North Texas is hot. Next game is a Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla. This is Gasparilla Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla. That's on December 23rd, Thursday, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern ESPN, and we're going to have the Battle of Florida. Is University of Central Florida eight and four versus the Florida Gators six and six? Uh, they do have the Gators a uh, six and a half point favorite in this game. I hope they're wrong. I hope USC <laughs> wins. I'm, sorry. I'm I'm picking UCF. UCF just out of spite, man. I think I said USC. I don't know UCF. Anyway. I, just whoever's playing Florida, okay, you win. <laughs> right. I mean, if you just look at the quarterbacks they've got listed. Uh, UCF tends to take care of the ball a little better. Uh, he's got 16 touchdowns to six interceptions. Uh, where Mr. Jones, Emory Jones has 19 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Doesn't take care of the ball very well, which ends up in a six and six season for the Florida Gators. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm picking Central Florida. And if this is Central Florida from a couple of years back, uh, when they were the, uh, the power five darling or the non power five darling, they walk all over this Florida team. Because uh, those guys can score at will. Um, I do think Central Florida comes in and spanks their their big brother, Florida, uh, just for the fact of humiliation. I hope you're correct. I hope you are correct. <laughs> Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. This is another one of those bowls that I would like to go to. That that's one. If you're got a, I mean, you look at well, Hawaii's there, right? Hawaii has a losing record, and they're they're in a bowl game. They're six and seven. Yeah. But if you're Memphis and you've got a six and six year. Hey, congratulations. You get to go to Hawaii. Yes. I'm done, man. I'll take six and six and a trip to Hawaii every year. Come on, man. I'm with it. Let's do it. It's, and it's on Christmas Eve. You're going to spend Christmas Eve in Hawaii. It's 8 p.m. Eastern kickoff, which will be what time in Hawaii? Gosh, I don't Mm. even know what the time zone difference is out there. No clue. Yeah. It's going to be a day game out in Hawaii, but we'll be watching it at night. (laughs) Right. But yeah, on uh, Christmas Eve. ESPN, 8 p.m. Eastern, Memphis, 6-6 six and six versus Hawaii, 6-7. and seven. And Memphis, of course, is the favorite, 7.5 points. On Christmas Day, there will be a game, Tax Act, uh, the Tax Act Bowl, December 25th, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, ESPN, Georgia State at 7-5 versus Ball State at 6-6. Six and six. Georgia State is the favorite, 4.5 points. We've got an over-under of 50, not too many points scored in that game. They're averaging 26 and 24 points each. 
coming in, uh, both of them allowing more yards than they tend to rack up themselves. Uh, so I would imagine if I'm looking at it, I'm thinking it's going to be a lot higher scoring than, uh, than what the over under is. I'm taking the over on that if I'm a betting man, because it looks like neither one of these can stop each other. This may be the, this may be the best offensive output either team has all year. It definitely could. <laughs> Definitely good. All right, the Quick Lane Bowl, December 27th, one of two games on Monday, December 27th. This is 11 a.m. Eastern kickoff time. ESPN's covering that game. Western Michigan, 7-5 versus Nevada at 8-4, and four. and Western Michigan is a favorite by three. The other, ga- the other game on December 27th is the Military Bowl presented by Paraton. I sure. Guess Par- yeah, sure, Paraton. <laughs> All right, and it's going to be a 2.30 Eastern kickoff. Boston College, six and six versus East Carolina, seven and five. Boston College is the favorite at three points. Hey, gang, we're going to cut it off right there for part one of the bowl special of Lying True Sports, where we tell the truth about sports, and that's no lie. Please tune in to the next episode where we will go with part two of our bowl special with Robert joining us again. If you want to know more about Lying True Sports, you can do that by following us on any of our socials at Lying True Sports. That's Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. And if you want to support the show, you can do that as well by clicking on the link in the show notes that says support. Until next time, thank you guys so much. Again, Lion True Sports, we tell the truth about sports, and that's no lie.